Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Erzalay are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Erzalay. Today's article was written by Nathaniel Sharping and appears in the May-June issue of the magazine. Down on the digital farm. Silicon meets soil as today's farmers leverage powerful technology to sow and save their crops. In the field of every soybean farmer, there lurks a potential curse, white mold, caused by the sclerotinia sclerotiorum fungus, can hide in small masses called sclerotia under the soil. In wet, cool and shady conditions, the dormant fungi spring to life, sending out tendrils that launch spores skyward and onto the flowers of soybean plants. In a matter of weeks, the infection works its way inside the plant, leaving a white-furred husk in its place. Sclerotinia stem rot plagues farmers across the Midwest every year, causing more than $1.6 billion in losses in the past five years alone says Damon Smith, an associate professor of plant pathology at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Protecting against the fungus is tricky, he says, as farmers must apply a fungicide at exactly the right point in the fungus's growth cycle, a difficult task more akin to guesswork. Quote, you literally need a crystal ball to see if the conditions are right for that little mushroom to form, end quote, he says. But with their smartphones and an app Smith helped develop, farmers can have that crystal ball. The app is called Sporecaster, and it pairs weather forecasts with some basic information about a farmer's crop, like how closely their rows are spaced and whether their soybeans have flowered yet, to give daily predictions about the likelihood of a white mold infection. After its launch in 2018, thousands of farmers across the Midwest downloaded the free app. During peak stem rot season in July, they ran over a thousand forecasts a day, Smith says. Sporecaster is one of a suite of apps that UW-Madison's Nutrient and Pest Management Program has developed for farmers in recent years, bringing accessible computing power to tasks like calculating yields, applying fertilizer, and assessing corn harvests. This union of silicon and soil is part of a larger revolution in the millennia-old tradition of agriculture. So-called digital agriculture is poised to bring sweeping changes to the ways we grow food, pairing powerful artificial intelligence with networks of sensors to give farmers unprecedented insights into their crops. The increases in efficiency and production promised by digital agriculture could be critical as our planet changes. The UN estimates that the world's population will reach 9.7 billion by 2050. That's around 2 billion more people who will need to feed using the same amount of land we have today. And as the planet warms, Climate shifts may render currently productive regions too hot or dry for some crops. 
unless we get smarter about growing crops, global food shortages could be the result. Since the dawn of agriculture, if a farmer wanted to know how their crops were doing, they needed only to step outside. Dry soil and brown plants signal that a field needs irrigation or fertilization or must be rescued from disease. Digital architecture is merely a continuation of what farmers have been doing for thousands of years, gathering data on their crops to inform timely decisions. But today, that data is far more detailed than a farmer in the Fertile Crescent could have ever imagined. Wireless sensors planted in the soil give up-to-the-minute data on moisture levels. Drones hovering over crops feed images to computers that assess the health of a field. One company makes an autonomous robot called TerraSensia that trundles between rows of crops to gather intelligence on how plants are doing. Accessing this rich information means farmers can care for their crops with more precision than ever before. But if there's one thing the digital revolution in agriculture has revealed, it's that the farming of today needs to be far more efficient. Take nitrogen, for example. The element is a key component of the fertilizers that farmers put on their crops. Yet, roughly 50% of nitrogen used as fertilizer worldwide is wasted, spread on plants that cannot efficiently absorb the nutrient. Quote, you're applying all this input in areas where there is no response, end quote, says Bruno Basso, a professor of earth and environmental sciences at Michigan State University. He estimates that around 1.6 teragrams of nitrogen, roughly 3.5 billion pounds, or about as much as two Golden Gate bridges, is swept into the Mississippi River annually because of over-fertilization. The runoff creates an oxygen-poor dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico every year, one of hundreds created globally as algae that has grown overzealously on extra nitrogen dies and decays, sucking oxygen from the water. These dead zones kill marine organisms that can't swim away, like sea stars, shellfish, and more, potentially destabilizing marine food webs. It's a similar story for other crucial ingredients like water and pesticides. Within a single field, some plants need more water and some need less, due to factors like soil depth and type, topographic features, and more. But farmers who can oversee thousands of acres of crops have little ability to make decisions at such fine resolutions, meaning they often put water and fertilizer where it's not needed. Basso thinks he has the solution. For years, he's been gathering data on farms across the Midwest from satellites, drones, and farm equipment. The goal is to track yields, water use, fertilizer use, and more in individual fields from year to year. The result is a series of heat maps that tell a farmer, that tell a farmer which areas of an individual field use more water or fertilizer than others, or which reliably yield quality crops. Basso then aggregates this data into what he calls a prescription map, telling farmers precisely where to water and irrigate. 
when that's paired with increasingly automated farm equipment, water and nutrients can be delivered just to areas that need it most, reducing irrigation and nitrogen runoff. Meanwhile, apps like Sporecaster could tell farmers when diseases are primed to strike, preventing unnecessary fungicide and pesticide applications. Even more precise sensors are moving into the plants themselves. Small, even microscopic devices embedded in plants at strategic locations around a field could give farmers a literal window into their crops. Researchers at Cornell University have created a sensor that measures the water tension inside a plant. The sensor relays the information to a farmer who can then decide whether to irrigate or not. The technology could lead to more precise water use, saving farmers time and money and reducing water waste. Quote, at best, they have information about the status of water in the soil, end quote, says Abraham Struck, Associate Director of the Cornell Institute for Digital Architecture. Quote, but we give them access to it in the plant, end quote. Struk's lab is also working on a nanoparticle that would be infused into plant tissues, enabling them to see the movement of water through a plant down to the level of the cell. In the future, he envisions plants genetically engineered to express fluorescent proteins that would do much the same thing for not only water, but micronutrients as well. Finally, he says, we might, quote, start allowing the plants to express themselves, end quote. Even more sophisticated technologies could soon allow farmers to peer into the future. Other Cornell researchers are refining what they call spring casting, using meteorological data paired with AI to predict months ahead of time when plants will begin to sprout. And with AI, scientists can create virtual plants, which could be subjected to a range of different computational scenarios to let farmers see how their crops could fare in different situations and prepare accordingly. Digital tools may truly flourish, however, when farming is separated entirely from the fields. For that, we can look to a warehouse in San Francisco, where a uniquely modern vision of agriculture is taking shape, stretching upwards, not outwards. At Plenty's Indoor Farm, walls of greenery line the floor like library shelves stocked with beets and arugula. The California company is one of many pursuing vertical farming, growing crops indoors without soil. Much of the process runs independent of human hands. Irrigation is automated, robots gather mature plants for harvest, and computer systems regulate temperature, humidity, and carbon dioxide levels. Quote, we know what the plants are consuming and what they need, end quote, says Nate Story, Plenty's co-founder and chief science officer. Quote, the only things that go into the system are the things we put into the system, end quote. That scrutiny gives plenty a multitude of opportunities to optimize every aspect of indoor growing, from finding the perfect spectrum of light to the right concentrations of micronutrients. 
Story says they've increased yields by about 700% over the last few years, while cutting energy costs in half. Eventually, the company thinks they'll see yields more than 350 times greater than traditional agriculture. Quote, there are millions of ways for us to drive yield and quality, Story says. The question is not, can we do it? It's, where do we start? End quote. In a sense, Plenty's farm is the quintessence of digital agriculture, where traditional farmers must rely on weather models that can never be perfectly accurate to plan their growing seasons. Plenty makes its own weather, calibrated by constantly alert algorithms. Instead of satellite images, indoor farmers can take pictures of their crops at every step of the way, watching seedlings sprout, leaves stretch outwards, and produce roll off the packaging line. It's an unfamiliar vision of farming, at least for now. But perhaps it's also a reminder that agriculture, one of the most ancient of human innovations, has always been reinventing itself. Where it was once irrigation and crop rotation, today it is nanosensors and artificial intelligence. All of them one more step toward truly feeding the world. Again, this article was written by Nathaniel Sharping, a frequent Discover contributor. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening, and stay curious.